0: So uh, I guess we're, we're, we're started, right? Right. <laughs> Your camera's on? My camera's yeah. on. Everything's on. All right. Welcome to Produced by Dummies. This is actually the second time we're recording the first episode because there were just far too many mistakes on the first one. Um, so we decided to you know ditch the entire episode and uh, start again. Yeah. So... Uh, welcome to produced by Dummies, a podcast where we talk about everything world of photography and filmmaking from perspective of well, dummies really. Because uh, I've got what about two years? I'm gonna say of experience ish, especially in photography. But I wouldn't call myself a professional out there yet. And uh, what about you, uh, Greg? I
1: have eight months, <laughs> so, pushing it, yeah, and then, something like, like two that, yeah. months of video.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, like, we're not the professional or top dogs out there, but however, it's something that we're passionate about, and that's why uh, we're going to talk about it. Basically, waffle about photography and filmmaking. Uh, so, on today's episode, we've got uh, we- we're not going to talk about a lot of topics, or in fact, only one, uh, but usually on this podcast, we're going to be talking about from two actually one to two topics because because I want to go in detail at start and uh, basically try not try to cram in as many uh, topics as possible Uh, but today uh, we're going to talk about ourselves we're going to introduce to you guys and the podcast what's this podcast about um, and one topic which is about youtube but about that in a minute so uh, who's starting first then Do you want
1: to? You can can start first
0: if you want. Okay, so who am I? Well, I am Zohib Alam. Uh, I was born and raised in Italy, moved here back in 2014. I picked up my camera. Uh, Actually, I started with phone photography uh, using my S8, a camera that I actually, or a phone that I actually only upgraded from last, last two, yeah, two months ago actually. Yeah, Uh, it was an amazing camera, and that phone really really helped me understand the basics of photography and uh, yeah after that i picked up my lumix g7 the one i'm recording right now for youtube video um but yeah that's how i got into photography uh and uh, what about you greg
1: um i got a canon 4000d my dad got me it for christmas okay a year not this christmas year but gone and i used it a bit for my uni assignments i'm in uni for marketing. Right, But right. then I didn't really touch it until May I started learning while in lockdown and just kind of learned some of the basics yeah, and yeah. shot a load of messages around and ended up doing some sport photography um, for Football Club Stratford Paddock in Manchester.
0: Oh, wow. So, so that's then just
1: been going from there, really.
0: Is that something that you want to get into sports photography or are you trying to still explore um, i don't really know really i'm just kind of winging it <laughs> <Still in laughs> it's it. something
1: that i like doing um and then through speaking to that people that um i got into doing a bit more video work okay and just kind of seeing what i'm liking i think i'm going towards video
0: all right okay okay you see with me like i've got uh more experience or more I'd say I'm better with photography as of right now, just because the camera I picked up uh, first time was better at taking photos. Like, I mean, if your phone can take good photos, um, especially coming from phone photography, for me, a Panasonic Lumix G7, like a 500 quid camera was amazing. So, you know, I went out nearly every day taking photos of street. um, And that's actually something I want to do eventually. Um, You know, making a living out of taking photos of the streets. It's, it's, it's a bit of a hard way to earn money for from photography. But um, as far as for photos, I want to do for streets. And then and now I want to get into video and filmmaking as well. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's who we are. About the podcast. So this podcast is called Produced by Dummies. Uh, actually, before it was called Behind the Screen, but as it turns out, it was already taken. <laughs> it was all my fault, you see. Uh, we recorded the first episode and everything. And then when I went to upload it on Spotify, I I realized uh, it, the name already exists. So it was like behind the um, yeah behind the screen. That's why it was. But yeah, produced by Dummies. I want to upload this podcast weekly every Thursday. But because we're still at like initial stages, I don't want to promise anything. Right? Would you? Would, yeah. Would,
1: well, yeah. I'll. I want to wait for that too. So.
0: Yeah, that's that's the goal. Hopefully. But. We're not promising anything as of right now, uh, but Thursday about five PM every week. Um, and this podcast will be, will be available on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube if you want to watch it as well. And uh, this is where we actually I actually want to review certain photos as well in the future, and it'll be really helpful, you know, for you to actually go on YouTube and watch it through there. Um, and what sort of content we'll we be talking about photography and filmmaking but obviously I don't want to do your typical photo stuff uh, where you're just far too serious about that topic um, I want to basically talk about things that revolve around photography and filmmaking but not being too neaky about it right have how I, how I worded it right Greg <laughs> I have no idea what the word neaky means it, it, it's I think <laughs> nerd yeah so photo nerd type <laughs> right. of thing I don't want to be yeah oh, uh... yeah
1: i'm too I, dumb to be a nerd
0: <laughs> precisely so I, I think i think we're, we're all gonna have fun with with this niche photography and filmmaking um and yeah well yeah also massive disclaimer this is our first time doing it so you know there'll be a lot of ups and downs when it comes to quality topics that we'll be talking about and literally everything to be honest especially with me my english is not the best it's been like what six years i've moved into the uk as i said i'm from italy um, and I know about like three, four languages. So the grammar isn't going to be the best because I am keep on getting confused <laughs> between multiple languages. It's it's tough up there, mate. So um, yeah. Uh, and lastly, something I want to say, like if this podcast ever kicks off, I'm, I'm hopefully planning to, uh, to do in a proper studio type of scenario where we actually can talk to each other face-to-face rather than going on Discord and doing like um, internet call Because it is hard, isn't it? Don't you think it's hard for that
1: well, if COVID ever ends,
0: <laughs> true, yeah. If COVID ever so, ends, yeah, yeah. Uh, but obviously, right now, we even if COVID, end, COVID ends, right now, the plan is just to stick with the Discord. But if it ever you know kicks off or anything, I want to initial uh, eventually uh, move to like a proper studio <sighs> space where we can talk to each other face to face. But yeah, that's podcast for us. So um, today's topic is YouTube. Uh, so, do you want to start, Greg? What What is it that you want to talk about with YouTube?
1: Um, I was thinking to talk about basically who we watch and basically learn from on YouTube.
0: Okay. So, I actually wanted to ask you, who were your top three YouTubers from this niche? Um, top three. No pressure.
1: Oh, that's tough. <laughs> I'd probably go... I'll just say the names first, then I'll go into why, but I'll probably say... James Matthews, who's okay. UK based, which right. I feel like is quite rare at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah. then Danny Givertz, who I've been mm-hmm. binge watching over the last few months.
0: Bro, I saw that guy's success. He you know here he crossed under a K recently?
1: Yeah, just recently. Yeah. It's mad. Um I can't think of another one. <laughs> I'm really struggling.
0: <laughs> Zoe <Ballum. laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: um, so let's just throw I watched Peter McKinnon this yeah, morning. Yeah, I don't I really throw. watch him that much anymore, but you can't not say it.
0: Yeah, that, that is something actually I, I noticed as well. I it's not that I don't like his content. It's just I don't know. I don't think it brings as much of a value anymore. I love him by the way, don't get me wrong. I he's the reason him and Mati Hapoyem. Is other reason I'm actually doing this today. But at the same time, I low-key miss the old Pete. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get a low you, you don't really get
1: any... It's not really that many tutorials anymore. Yeah. And I think it's more, oh, I got sent this piece of gear. I think it was like, oh, a few weeks ago. I think it was a row of like four videos, and it was all sponsored. Here's this equipment. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, look what I've been sent. And let's try it out. And I'm like, There's only so many videos you can watch on
0: yeah, different gear. I, I I honestly I don't mind that, but at the same time I feel like he should upload more something tutorial type of thing. Not even tutorial, I don't know. I I just feel there's something missing from him. Probably his tutorials, but I I, I still can't figure out. But yeah, I still love him though. Don't get me wrong. If
1: if you also maybe got like maybe if his videos showed more him doing professional work. Because that's True. why, I like, Danny Gewurz and James Matthews, they're both very, they're Behind, working. Yeah. Or, like, Danny Gavertz is less now because I think he's chosen to go, he's moved to, like, Hawaii and doing more YouTube stuff. Okay. But they're both very, like, in the industry.
0: Yeah, and yeah, yeah. do you think it's because like he barely actually, don't, like, don't pick, picks up as many projects just because he can? But Versus I, think,
1: I think he picks up more than we know about. 'Cause obviously he's done that massive commercial where he's got it in it's yes. been shown in Times Square over Christmas.
0: So I feel like he picks up projects that are big and he only does it just because A, he can, and two, people actually come to him, so High and Die. um and then there's another band that he's working with. Um, Angels
1: and Hairwaves with I, I have, Tom Tom DeLonge from uh is that his last name? I can't remember. I that don't even know of them, name, to be honest. From Blink on it Blink on eighty two. Uh,
0: I, I honestly don't know. Oh, yeah. but, oh my the, God. Wait, do you listen to them?
1: <laughs> a bit.
0: Oh, okay. So, so the, I'm guessing they're famous?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're pretty big. Blink-182 Blink were, like, way bigger. Oh, okay. They were okay. a big thing in my little, um, I'm a 15-year-old emo face.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I'm ge- I am see where you're coming from. Right, right, right. So those type of... I'm not hating them again, but those type of... Uh, music my top three yeah. I'd say would be if I had to choose top three um matty he recently crossed 1 million uh, if you don't know who he is guys uh, he's from Finland uh, fr- but he moved to Canada ages ago does um, I think he started out with wedding uh, videography and then now um yeah he's, he's a youtuber full-time youtuber doing film store photography it's just like Peter McKinnon. he actually Hangs on with Peter McKinnon as well. I fo- found him through his videos. Um, so, yeah, Matty, uh, North Borders. <laughs> you don't like him, do you? <laughs> He's got beef with North, north Borders. I know,
1: um, I'm going to give him another chance and I'm going to sit down and watch a few of his videos because you've been pissing me off by sending <laughs> me constant. <laughs> I'm basically north trying to peer pressure
0: him to like North Borders. He's good.
1: I love him, right? No, I'm I'm willing to watch his videos to get a more I only watched a few of them and I just went, ah, he's annoying. I'm telling him. I'll off.
0: pay you a tenner, right I'll pay you a ten if you watch Deal.
1: him. Deal. Oh. <laughs> nice, uh, I need so, money, I'm a student.
0: Yeah, precisely. Okay, ten for North Borders and oh, and j- Give him a shout-out, right? I don't know why I'm doing this. (laughs) He doesn't Uh, even need... Oh, yeah, to all of my 100 followers. (laughs) No, just talk about it in your (laughs) stories, right? Just talk about North (laughs) Borders. In your stories. (laughs) Act like a proper fan, right? And I'll pay you a 10. What I'll do is I'll make my first ever YouTube video about North North Borders (laughs) borders with a poster
1: of North Borders (laughs) in my room if you pay me 100 quid.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, why am I thinking about this? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> think of the youtube video i True. tricked my mate to have a poster of north borders in my... yeah it's not as catchy
0: oh my god right yeah so matty north borders and again peter mckinnon <laughs> he has to be on the list he has to be oh, on the close. list um to be honest i can't even think of a, uh, many on top of my head but i'm pretty sure i've subscribed to a lot um Oh, what was that guy's name? The Donny who makes uh, really good B rolls for food. Oh, Daniel Schiffer. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Schiffer. Schiffer. Yes, yes, yes. I love his content. Right? Do you know what? Put See, P- do
1: you go in like phases of listening of watching just certain people? So, like, I'll maybe go for like two weeks of only watching Danny Gavertz.
0: <laughs> yes, and I, I think I know why. I think it's because when you watch like click on Peter's video, for example. YouTube already knows you're interested in that video. It's going to start recommending you more on the left, right side. And as soon as you click one more video from the same creator, their video is going to be flooded in your recommendation. I've noticed that.
1: Oh no! Like I will just go into their channel and I'll go oh, okay. start by like age or whatever, scroll to the first one. I did this with James Matthews. I've literally watched every single video he's uploaded on YouTube.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I was
1: bored at the, hmm. at the start of lockdown. I was like, right, I'm going to watch his vlog, old vlogs because I knew he was like a student at film okay. school in Leeds. So I was like, oh, there might be some good stuff to pick up on. So I watched all of his videos and it worked out just because his style of videos, he... He'll like mention little things and he'll vlog when he was going to a shoot or something.
0: Oh, right. Okay, and he okay.
1: like little professional tips to help. So that's kind of why, because I've been wanting to go in that direction.
0: So I'm guessing you found more and value from his content. Yeah, that's why yeah.
1: I kind of wanted, I said about Peter McKinnon, how I'd like a similar thing. Because I feel yeah. like he's got so yeah. much more to bring than just like two minute Tuesday. True, I true, think true. he like has more daily stuff that he could definitely put out there.
0: I think yeah, he he recently like as of today, he started uploading like daily now again because I've I've yeah. seen him going through these phases where he would upload like every day, and then go start for two months or a month, and it makes sense why because he tells like he tells us on this channel on his video saying um, he's busy with project fair, but if I, but wouldn't I like I would separate those videos and scatter across one month. So if if you have four video, and if you upload them for every day, that'd be like. What all the content gone for a month in four days, in one week.
1: Yeah, it what might does just it? be... Because I know he did it a few weeks ago, like when I'd mentioned those ad videos. It might be he had a certain... He had these deadlines to do for the ads, and he might have just oh, had yeah. to kind of like throw them True. in. But the last the last few have been really good. I haven't watched them. I haven't, daily. I
0: haven't watched them. Just doing oh, really? doing, yeah, doing time. Um, I just didn't have a time. To be honest, when I, when I sit down to watch uh, entertaining content... I completely switch off from photography and filmmaking side and I end up watching like people like Seidman or like that sort of content. And then yeah. when I'm in the mood or like in the morning, I either listen to Gary Vee and all these professionals. are you talking there.
1: about getting in the mood in the morning?
0: No, 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 no. no.
1: Right, right. No, 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 no. Yeah. Mood for
0: photography. Mood for photography and filmmaking, right? No, that sort of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, um, what would be your from? What would you say will be the best YouTuber to watch if you were a beginner?
1: Beginner photographer or beginner video or
0: either both or any one of them. Do you know what? Let's start with the filmmaking because that's something that I want to get into. Um, yeah. Um, and what would you recommend to someone like me?
1: So like. James Matthews, definitely, because okay. he's kind of freelance and he doesn't really, for a long time, he just kind of used one small camera, couple right. lenses, and it wasn't like too much. Whereas Danny has obviously got a C200. And oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of more advanced. Stuff. But it's still good to watch. So I'd probably say those two. And um, in terms of a, someone in the industry, again, wandering DP – I sent you a okay. video this morning where he was talking about showreels. yeah 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 and he does breakdowns of ads and everything you get so much from talking about lighting setups and just different things, and I right. think that's very useful
0: <clears throat> okay um what do you think about Danny by the way that's something I wanted to ask like for me, I only watch him for co- for actually just value as in like I feel like he hasn't shared his persona as much into the internet. And I I, I I think think, that's completely fine, by the way.
1: Um, I think if you watch his early video, and he did a video where his his friend made him react to his old videos. Okay. And I think his first videos, he's very... um, If anyone hasn't watched him, he's a very kind of monotone guy. And he's very calm and um, just... People would say boring, but I like it.
0: Not gonna lie, it's actually trying. really nice. Yeah, it's it's soothing yeah. his voice. <laughs> I love his, his voice by in the way. His yeah. first
1: videos, he was very. Um, he had this series called "Just the Tip," and yeah. that was him giving like advice and shit. But I think it was trying to be funny and trying to be kind of Peter McKinnon with how energetic he was. And now I think you see more of himself. Yeah, he's so, kind of.
0: I, yeah, calm. I, I think like even. If, if no one knows, by the way, I, I, I'm i trying to do YouTube as well. But with me, like, when I try to make videos, I watched a lot of YouTubers saying, you do, try to be the same person in the camera, but with 99% more energy than before, while maintaining your persona. I think that's hard, especially if at the beginner level. Um, So I, f- I think, I feel like, why he was trying to do that. But it's it's, it's just more, much easier if you just... Forget even that tip of ninety nine percent being energetic and just be yourself in the camera. I'd rather have like fifty horrible videos at the start, but then maintaining my my own persona in camera for future than faking it from the start and having to put on that face every time I turn on the camera. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. See, I think that's kind of the old generation of like Zoella and yeah, like vloggers. Yeah. Whereas, i I know if. Because I always want to start it, but even this is too awkward for me. I hate being in front of a camera, <laughs> Honestly, which is that's, ironic yeah, right
0: now. <laughs> that's the reason we're actually, that's one of the reasons uh, you want to do podcasts and me too, because for me, when I turn the camera, I have far too many cuts. Like I think that's normal because 7th Era, North Border's friend, um, he made this challenge saying like, everyone shared their uh, raw files uh, with people, and I kind of felt uncomfortable to be honest because I don't know I I'm, I'm really horrible speaking uh, for YouTube videos, it's, and being horrible in English doesn't help as well. And I think this podcast's gonna be uh, a huge jump, um, being fluent in camera and not stuttering a lot. So um, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons I'm wanting to do it. If I if I wanted to suggest a YouTuber, someone who's new to this industry, I'd say Mattia Poyam and that's because he's more towards, he's more driven towards business and how to actually survive and have food on the table with filmmaking and photography. Like a lot of people say, that's not what your main focus should be. But at the same time, if you want to make this into a full-time thing, I think you have to have that business mind and become an entrepreneur at that point. Um, and I think this formula that he came up with i don't know if he came up with it or not but um it's called work learn and repeat and a lot of people they say uh they've been benefiting with that and i want to try out myself as well do you know what i've been doing it actually (laughs) when i started this photography thing two years ago i think yeah everyone does it so it basically means work as in like go on the internet research um watch youtube videos and a lot of people just stay to that position they just keep on binge watching youtube videos Um, and it makes sense in this scenario as of right like coronavirus um and that's great if you watch a lot of youtube videos trying to learn something but try to actually go out and put in the work because i think it should be like 40% watching videos, 40% doing research and 60% actually going out and taking photos. Um, Even if it's just doing streets, if you can't find clients like me, because back in the day I was like, I don't know how to reach this. And still today, um, I think what would help is just going out, asking your mate to be your model um, and just taking uh, crappy photos. At the end of the day, worst case scenario is someone's going to just scroll through your Instagram post and that's it yeah yeah so work as in like work after work maybe you know come back home watch YouTube videos learn about photography uh, filmmaking and then 60% of our time actually spend doing that and that's something that actually Mattia makes it easy um, in a concept put, put, makes it really easy to understand and uh, you know put it in practice and that's why I would suggest Mattia and, and not only that uh, he also shares a lot of uh a lot of value-packed content in his YouTube channel. And that's the reason, I think, well, he he reached to 1 million subscribers quite recently. Um, And yeah, what else do we have? Also, yeah, something I wanted to talk about was, do you think it's easier to uh, get into this industry with YouTube? As in, like, watching other creators and low-key copying their style type of thing? Is it easier that way? or just going out and doing your own thing?
1: I think it's easier now that we've got YouTube to, because obviously that's everything that I've learned as 99% of the time being YouTube and obviously they're not like speaking to people. Yeah. But I wouldn't say copying their stuff. It's difficult because I think you need to copy people at the start to kind of...
0: That's what I was going to say,
1: to, to give <laughs> find you that kick. what you want to do. Yeah, Because yeah. like, I suppose copy, copying people when you're a beginner is normal and you're not going to do it as good. But I think yeah. eventually just by doing that, you'll get your own style.
0: That's something that at the start, I had too much ego. Um, <laughs> when I w- used to watch Peter McKinnon and he you know, used to talk about all these stuff and I was like, yeah, I get it, but I don't want to put it into practice because it'll be copying at that point. And it was stupid. I know it was really stupid. But at the start, I used to take photos of snails in the garden with my phone. Um, <laughs> random stuff because I just didn't want to do what Peter told me to do. <laughs> I thought it would be copying at that point. But then one of my mates was like, oh, yeah, watch this video and actually do it. And I was like, what do you say? It's copying. And he was like, no, no, just, just do it. It'll be sick. So I did it. I literally copied his style. And that thing that's what kickstarted the whole thing. It just puts you towards the right direction, I think even if you try to achieve the same 100% result at the start, I think the fact that you're actually trying to execute something that's done by a professional puts you towards the right direction.
1: What sort of videos are you kind of looking for at the moment? Because I know for me at the moment, I'm, I've got to shoot on the weekend and I'm panicking and I'm trying <laughs> to just absorb as much information about, I know I need to improve lighting and just my yeah. general camera work for video. So what type of stuff are you kind of looking up at the moment?
0: Uh, so like as in like generally want to get into? What like, sort of niche in photography? Which is what
1: Maybe if you go on YouTube and you really want to search for like an educational video or something oh, okay. you want to kind of improve, is there anything you're looking up?
0: Uh, marketing. Marketing is a massive one. Um, I think it'll be easy for you since you're doing this in your course.
1: <laughs> I'll give you my dissertation to work on if you want. You are. <laughs> I'll give you my dissertation and you can work please, on that yeah, for
0: me. <laughs> I actually got to the point where I wanted to go to uni with that, but then I hate unis by the way. So no, don't do it, don't do it, yeah, don't no, do it. It's just, I don't think worth it. Like <laughs> the money and the time, you, you I feel like you can put in it towards a much better place.
1: Um See I'm too awkward to normally look into the like into the actual camera, but I will and I'll say don't go to uni. Don't go, go, to, go to, uni. to
0: MMU <laughs> 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 MMU, okay, specifically <laughs> MMU guys. <laughs> But yeah, um, marketing and business, um, it's just because I feel like I know how to improve myself into creative side of things. Like, I know I'm horrible at it, but at the same time, I know practice will make me better. I know the work, learn, repeat formula, and I know what to do towards getting better. But with business, I'm low-key lost while trying to put all the pieces together as of right now. Um, So... If you go in my YouTube history, it's just all about Gary V. business idea this business idea that investing into this and that. And yes, spe- although it's not specifically related to photography and creative side of things, but I just want to get the idea and the gist of uh, photography. Uh, sorry, uh, business in general. Um, and something recently, like I, I started investing into random companies as well, because I'd rather lose money while with investing. And get experience than just trying to put my money safe and get none. So I
1: think um, I can't remember who it was. Um, he's an American finance YouTuber. I can't remember his name right now. I'll is, say it if the, it pops up.
0: is it the Bald Donny? No, he.
1: Um, oh, I used to watch him all the time. Graham Stif- Oh, uh, Stevens. Gra- Yeah, Graham, Graham Stephen, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And um, he said once in a video that me and my girlfriend were watching, it was. Mate, when you're young, you can basically risk more financially with your investments. True, so true, if you're gonna true. go into like Vanguard, which is well obviously where you put your money, I can't remember the name of it, and it basically decides where to put your investment. Okay. And oh. you can say, Oh, I want to be very risky. And I think when we're young, we can go riskier with your money.
0: I was actually looking at Vanguards today. Uh, but I, again I I don't I understand the concept. But at the same time, I feel like I should know more with it. So, like, I know obviously, you know, you put your money in, value raises, and you can take it out or just leave it there, whatever. But I want to know the strategy behind. I know I want to know what people are doing to actually make sure your money doesn't, you know, end up uh, going to ground. Oh, it's a learning co- curve, right? I'm still a beginner yeah. to it, and that's why right now I'm 24 seven. Apart from like all this creative stuff, I'm just looking for business and how to actually uh, run a business. Um, and because of that, I've actually signed up to a thing called the uh, Princess Trust. Have you heard of that?
1: I've heard of it, but I'm not like familiar with it. So
0: first of all, I don't even know if I should register my business as of right now, media production business, because. Um, You in UK, you're allowed to not to uh make your business legal if you're earning less than a thousand pound. So for right now, I was like, you know what, let's just leave it um and we'll we'll think about it later. But someone just told me like you're not gonna lose anything at the end of the day, and it just makes you official. So that's why I went. I ended up signing up with Princess Trust, and in there they have like a bunch of courses talking about marketing, um, marketing setting up your business. And everything and you get a tutor actually for a year, you get a business oh, mentor right. for a year uh, helping you through everything. Um, and if you need money, they're gonna put you towards a Dragon Zen tab for panel, and you get five grand maximum to get started with stuff. Um, all oh, right, yeah, so which is really great. So I've signed up for it, but I don't think my business. Oh, my camera stopped recording one sec, but yeah, I don't think my business will win Dragon Den's panel but what I need is actual support from someone who's actually running a business or in this industry for quite a while so yeah that's something again I would recommend for a lot of you uh, out there to uh, to look for especially if you're in the UK <laughs> but yeah what about you Greg what would Weird. you so like currently what are you looking for when you do your research or anything on um, YouTube So like I said before, but
1: a bit more. So I was—I've been looking at professionals and trying to basically learn industry practice with being on a video shoot and just trying to become better. Because I'm not like (laughs) no, no, uh I'm so far from where I want to get to and where I want to be by the end of for me when I graduate in a few months. By the way, like.
0: you guys, by the way, like he might be, he might be seen like he's not good at it, but I've seen his work. is. like, especially like f- when I was in my eighth month. This sounds like we're talking about pregnancy here, but <laughs> When I was in my eighth month, right in photography, um, I I just kept on taking photos of random people on the street. Never thought about business in general. Never thought about production stuff. But by looking at your work, honestly, mate, it's it's actually really good. I'm not even like trying to say in your face or anything. It's, it's actually really good. Um, I think
1: whatever isn't that crap of it. I'm not <laughs> going to say it's good. I'm just going to say what's less bad. Um,
0: here's here's no here's I'm going to put from here's how I'm going to put YouTube. it. That's the reason I've actually asked you to do a podcast. I had like a lot of people on like Instagram wanting to do some sort of collaboration on YouTube or anything, and then you popped up on my Insta. Oh, sorry, my YouTube video, didn't you? Like on my football photography ages ago. Yeah, um, it was
1: your yeah, football video that you did for actually like a mutual friends. Training.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, Mo Abdul. Uh, he does like uh, coaching in uh, in Manchester. But anyway, I did like a YouTube video of sports photography related. And he commented, and when I checked out his work, and I was like, you know what, I a you want to work with this guy. So, and here we are today. Um, and that's actually the reason why I wanted to work, because I've seen a lot of other creatives, a lot of people trying to say, you know, should, should we do a collab, or should we make a video on something? I was like, sure. But with Greg, I can see he have put in the work, despite just having like eight or nine months of experience. So that's why, yeah.
1: See, like at the start, I think it was really... I think I started at the right time because I had barely any uni work to do. At that point, I'd finished for the year. Yeah. So I was able just to kind of like work 100% on it. And then...
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Going with Stratford Paddock, who I mentioned earlier, just being able to kind of go with the workflow of going to practice two times a week and then going to a match and just taking like thousands of photos in a week.
0: All right, Okay.
1: Editing them all in Lightroom. Yeah. I think it's yeah. just... At that point, I think it was a dodgy version of Lightroom before I actually got the real
0: <laughs> so well, think, a shitty pirated one.
1: <laughs> I think it goes into what you were saying about Matty Hipoya where you just have to kind of look stuff up. So before training, I'd be looking up like settings for sport photography. <laughs> <laughs> Literally while I was walking to the pitch. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, uh, um, go on. But if you're doing it three times a week and then editing photos three nights a week and doing, yeah. like, a 2,000 two thousand Yeah, you're, you're bound to get, get better back, yeah, at it. It's, it's inevitable,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, talking about doing uh, last-minute research, I'm actually guilty of doing that, like, recently. um, Someone asked me to do some real estate photographs, and I am like, sure, mate, you know what, this and that. And I sounded really confident, but that's because you got to <laughs> be confident in front of a client because you want to sell yourself.
1: Fake it till you make it. Yeah,
0: and then... <laughs> And then I remember, I knew I had like three or four days left. I was like, all right, I'll just I'll just do quick research tomorrow. I'll just do quick research tomorrow. And on the last day, I was like, oh, holy shit, what now? So I was like, all right, YouTube videos, realistic photography. Um, and then what's this, Parker wellpack or something? That's I don't know what's his name. Uh, he does like a full-time uh, video course online uh, or something. But yeah, he made a video oh, on a third Parker Wellback or something. Um He made a video on real estate photography. I watched a couple of his videos, a couple of other YouTubers. And I'm not going to lie, I feel like I nailed it. Like, it's not the best because obviously it's my first time doing real estate photography, but it's a lot better just because I watched, binge watched a lot of YouTube videos last minute as well. Do you have
1: any of the photos that you could put up and show? Is that something you can do with YouTube videos? Uh,
0: Yeah, uh, if, if you're watching on YouTube, you, yeah, here you go. Here's all the photographs right now. Should have we, fun with that in that <laughs> shall we shall we give fake reaction um, oh wow oh. oh this is an amazing one. oh shit ass. this one Greg wow look at this one nah that's right oh. <laughs> <laughs> there were two dogs in that property as well and the guy was like do you want me to you know uh, have dog uh, set, sit in one corner so it looks you know comfy and cosy and I was like um, no thank you we're not trying to sell you dogs here <laughs> but um <laughs> That was that was actually something that uh, was mentioned in one of the videos because a lot of people tried to put like uh all of the homeowners think it'll be cool to have this here, this here, but the guy was like, no, just just take everything out of that place, and uh, yeah, just just get clean and nice, simple photos because at the end of the day, the clients on Rightmove.com they're not gonna be bothered about little things. It's all just about um, you know the property and the space. Yeah.
1: Should we do Um, a full because I've done um, a bit of property photography with MMU because they do, um, they have like a graduate, uh, like student jobs. So I've done a few of them. Should we maybe do a podcast on our experiences of that?
0: Okay. Yeah. That is something I want to follow. Well, with good properties, by the way, because on that day, the client had five or six properties to shoot and. They were saying how um, one property is like really amazing, and it was, but then the rest of them were really crap. <laughs> now I do have like yeah. just beginner sort of experience in it, but now I want to dive into like really, really, you know, at least five hundred k worth of properties just because it actually makes a real, a real good fall I'd be willing to do it for free for experience as well, but I want to get, I want to dive straight into good sort of p- properties. Because when you just take photos of, you know, everyday houses, A, it doesn't excite you. Well, at least for me, it doesn't excite me. Um, and it kind of kills the joy out of it for me because I don't want to visualize yeah. myself as just taking photos of 70K flat. Or I know, I know it, it, might, it might sound a bit rude, but it's more fun with more expensive properties. Well, I don't know who's of willing to take the risk on me.
1: <laughs> if it's something new, it kind of just stimulates you a bit and makes you go like wow look where i am but if you're just doing a normal property which i, I think, think is good to yeah, get might, experience with it
0: might it might neutralize eventually probably if i do it more and more it might be normal for me to take photos of like shitty properties but at the start it excites me even more taking photos of like big mansions than that and that house wasn't a big mansion by the way but i've checked on right move later it was worth about 600k and that was because I think the house itself had about like seven rooms and it was amazing it was Cheers. lit but um, yeah also one one question I wanted to ask since you go to uni and I don't and I don't want to go to uni I am biased towards especially in creative field to not to go uni by the way this is not an advice but would you say it's worth going uni or film school in America <laughs> in america <laughs> no no no, because like union here and american people call that oh, right. film school oh right i, I was like i don't <laughs> know
1: um, i can't speak on behalf of film school i know people that have gone to um mmu i know someone that's at salford now that have done like um film and production okay and they seem to have learned a lot from it I can't really speak on that side of it. Cause but if I was going to say just a general degree and going to uni, I think, no, it's uh, it's a lot of money, but it depends what kind of you're wanting to go into. If you need a degree for it, then His, yeah, sure.
0: How I see it, like in the UK, we are blessed enough, you know, because we don't, we don't have to pay money right away. We can have student finance and it just works like your taxes sort of thing. So... We are more relaxed when it comes to uni type of thing here. But in a lot of places, especially in America, that's what I said, film school, you're going to have to pay money right away. So people actually end up being in debt.
1: you can still get student loans in America. Yeah, but but that's um, like a
0: proper debt. It's just a lot. I think
1: you get a lot more, and it's the government are a lot harsher with it. Whereas in the UK now, it's not as good as it used to be. So it used to be three grand per year I think it was and now it's nine grand a year just your tuition fee
0: from like the end consumer or or, you know the student itself in America well what I believe don't they have to pay normal installments? whereas for us if we earn more than certain uh, amount we only pay certain percent every month and that comes down to like nine quid a month or thirteen and that's only if we actually reach above eighteen thousand don't call me on this one because they do change every year, don't they?
1: Yeah, so realistically, like a lot of people that go to uni in the UK won't ever pay off their student loans because yeah. it gets written off when I think you're fifty. No, you're um, thirty.
0: Thirty in your in your thirties or like that. It, yeah, it, that's why. I think I, it's I, I think it's
1: later than that because I remember my teacher at school, my geography teacher for A levels. He um he was like mid thirties and he tried to basically pay off a lump sum of it
0: let me and quickly he, have a look
1: he contributed a lump sum of it and then he still had more to pay than he did when he oh first no no, got no, the no, loan. no do you
0: know why do you know why so it's it's a weird way but in the uk if you took out a loan before 2008 it gets written up when you're 65 but if you took a loan out after 2008 it's 30 years after the April you were first due to repay. That's what it says on the website. But again, don't quote us. Yeah, so when you're about about
1: 50, because it's 30 years after you basically graduate. So you're like 55 or something.
0: Okay, 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 my bad. All right, makes sense, makes sense. I thought when you hit, okay, no, 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 yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, do you know what? I actually want to talk about this in detail later on in in a future uh, podcast, but... um, overall are you against uni or with uni for filming my uni (laughs) (laughs) no in general right in general for filming and photography or any creative field are you with or without
1: i think you can do it without um the people i know that have gone and go to are obviously i look up to them because they're a lot more advanced than i am but that's Mm -hmm. also because they've been doing it for probably before they went to uni, and then they've done it for three years, whereas I've done it for eight months. So I reckon if you put that same amount of time in by yourself, working by yourself, practicing, I reckon you'd get to that point and let's take, not have the debt.
0: Let's take your example, for, uh, for example. Um, you managed to be in the place that you are today in eight months, and if you solely relied on uni, I don't think you'd be that good. Does that make sense? So if I think and, with, and with if you, uni, it
1: gets staggered out a bit more, but you get more experiences with like high-end film gear. I think
0: true because they have facilities. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but I think here's how here's how I look at it. People want real life experience, not people. Clients want real life experience, and uni sort of they do give you that experience, but. It's more tailored towards getting the grade rather than set up, setting up in a business or employment. And not only that, I just generally feel like unis are good for making connections and networking because I think it's pretty hard in real life, you know, in business and outside to make good connections. But with uni, you're, everyone's kind of forced to make connection with each other. So I think it's, it's a good way of making connections and building network, but it's a really expensive way. Of building network,
1: I think so, with UD, with in terms of film school and going into an actual like production course, I think you learn the theory. You learn how things on a set are like meant to be done, so but, the proper way to do things. But and I think you'll learn the stages a lot better because that's what I struggle with, like the pre-production and the actual. But if you had, I worry about going on a set.
0: If you had 730 quid, this is not sponsored by the way, if you had 730 quid, you could buy the Filmmaking Pro course that's apparently, I haven't bought it yet, whoever whoever I met and asked them from any tips, they would be like, oh yeah, just sign up this course, this is the best. Those guys don't even have to advertise their course. Well, I haven't seen any ads as of right now, but from word of mouth, what I heard is the best course online. And I was about to make the purchase but I ended up buying my car. Jesus. That's a different story. <laughs> but um, I was about to buy that course, but don't you think those sort of course actually give you more, not more, but same sort of information. Cause I've, I've checked out what they were, um, what those lessons were about. And there were like composition, lighting, how to write an email to a client, how to respond to an email. Um, what to do if a clients being been in the backside. Uh, but, Also more towards, obviously, uh, filmmaking and photography. Um, And it's from the same guy that I was talking about earlier, Parker Wallback or something. Um, I watched his YouTube videos. They are amazing, and I'm pretty sure I can trust them with my 730 quid. So don't you think if there's a perfect course on the internet, pay nine grand a year versus 730 for lifetime access? I'd, the I'd funniest be happy thing to is,
1: wait, when you said 700 of whatever quid, I was like in my head thinking, oh, but why would you pay that much to learn something like that? Could be a ripoff." Mate, I'm paying nine grand a year <laughs> Precisely. for you,
0: <laughs> Precisely. Because <laughs> all right, all right, even if you have nine grand, right, let's say we're in the US because you have to pay that money back. And here we, we will, but it depends really um, what happens in the future. But yeah, let's say you're in the US, you have to pay nine grand back or you have to pay nine grand right away. Why not invest that money in camera gear and go with the shittest one, right? Fair. And why not invest that money in, I don't know, in finding more clients, in investing into your show reels, investing into production? Don't you think it's going to be better that way and just spending 730 quid on that course? It's actually cheaper in the UK since it's $730 actually. So it's about like 600 something. Yeah. I personally feel like it's far more cheaper and Easier to get ahead in this game if you do it by yourself. It's, it's actually hard. No mind, actually, yeah, it's it's hard, but it makes sense to not to go uni. That's why I believe in. Could yeah, be wrong, I
1: suppose. Yeah, but could be the, wrong. With six hundred odd quid, you don't get fresh as week. So precisely <laughs> <laughs> swings aroundabouts.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know, but don't quote us on this one. Don't you know? cancel out your uni application just because we said so.
1: No quote me. MMU is shit. Don't go there. Cancel your application. Bye.
0: I wanna talk about my college as well, but um a lot of the teachers or tutors do actually low key follow me on my account and I don't want to say anything, even good or bad. Nobody
1: cares about what I say, so MMU is shit.
0: (laughs) Future skill college is great (laughs) Anyway, I'll, I'll talk about that college later, later in about 10 years' time when everyone stops following me on my socials. Anyway, yeah. Um, should we wrap it up for today then?
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: Yeah. Um, next episode, I do want to talk about Sony A7S 3 R5, and their new camera, Sony Alpha 1. And that is, I think, I think the reason they named it Alpha, I think it's because that camera is an Alpha.
1: I knew you were going to make that joke. <laughs> Shut up! No, no, that's right. Read, <laughs> I handed my notice from
0: this podcast <laughs> goodbye. Shit. No, but normally people say a camera is good in um, either photos or videos. I think this camera is good in both, and hence the Alpha. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, we're going to talk about it in the next episode. So stay tuned. Follow us on uh, Apple Music, Spotify. And wherever else we're going to upload, on, and YouTube, obviously, yeah. Um, and if you are interested in, the, you know, those camera talk, then again, uh, hit the notification bell on YouTube, and it will notify you when we'll upload next. I think it's going to be Thursday. This podcast should be out on. Shall I? Shall I? Shall I make a guess then? Because I don't know. if uh, Fourth oh, of
1: Don't make a promise. Don't make a promise.
0: <laughs> it's going to. It's, no, 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 no. I want to because then I'm low tempted because that way it's going to force me to edit quickly. And, uh, yeah, 4th of February. Oh, done it. 4th of February. We'll see, we'll see. Um, to bear in mind, last time I recorded this episode, I said 28th of January, and that's going to be tomorrow. So that never ended up working out. But uh, this, this one, 4th of February. Um, but, yeah, with that all said, then, I, I'm happy with this one, yeah? Are you good?
1: Yeah, sounds good. Yep.
0: All right, then we shall see you on the next one. Um, goodbye. goodbye. Goodbye, yeah ended (laughs) (laughs) peace out you can decide on when that's ended peace out